Pastor had mentioned a few days ago that she may want me to share at some point, but she did just ask me in the lobby just now. <laughs> so praise God, but it's in my heart. So, you know, when it's in your heart, just like when you're out in the world, you don't have time to like, when the Holy Ghost says, speak to somebody, you know, you're not, okay, well, give me a minute to go get my notes. You know, it's got to be in your heart. It has to be in your heart. It has to actually be kind of coming out of your mouth and your pores all the time. Glory to God. That's the way to live in victory. And the way to get there is immersion. You can't get immersed from coming here a couple of times a week or three times a week. You have to figure out with your own life and your own schedule with the Holy Spirit's help how to immerse yourself in the Word of God. The Holy Ghost will help you with that. There is a way. Don't go after it thinking, how is this going to be possible? I'm so busy already. You can't think that way. You have to think, there is a way for me to immerse myself in the Word of God. When you immerse yourself in the Word of God, first of all, I feel like the Lord is saying, there is a higher place to live. There is a higher way to live. And it seems to me that oftentimes there have been opportunities where it's been more like a roller coaster ride or like where we apply the word when the situation comes up. And there is a higher level to live than that. Like, no more roller coaster, no more of this. Like, oh, well, something happened, so now the Word of God, okay, I got out of that one. Oh, the Word of God got me out of that one. No, we should be living up here all the time. That's where we're seated anyway. And so I'm like, in the last year, I'm like, it should be hard for us to even get sick or have these challenges because we're already up there in that level. So as the Lord was showing me that, and then the, as the revelation was coming through the pastors this year, that is how, that's how, that's the answer is the identity of who we are in Christ. And in a nutshell, it's your identity. And the, everything, everything the Holy Ghost has been bringing this year is to get us to live to this higher place. It's a higher place. And we have not gotten there yet. We're on our way. And the way to get there is to immerse in the word and to take the word seriously. You know, I mean, we think we, think we have, you know, and I thought I was, and I was to a degree, but way more now than I ever have been. So immersion in the word of God is usually what the immersion and the anointing of the Lord is really basically my testimony. I decided that when the challenges of life came, that I was going to live in a higher place than I ever had before. I was done with the mess. Two of the main truths that I have stood on and meditated on and the Holy Spirit has revealed greater all the time, even now, every day, is the revelation of the life of God, which is Zoe, and what salvation actually means, which is the word sozo in the Greek. We already have the life of God, and we already have salvation. Romans 5 and 6, particularly 6, has been huge immersion scriptures that I've had for the last year in conjunction with Ephesians, where it talks about, by grace we are saved. In Romans 5, verse 10, it says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, and five times in chapter 5, God says much more. God does not do things equal to what the devil tries to bring. So when the devil tries to bring something to you, you expect 
okay, you're trying to play that with me. I'm going to get much more because God's response to the devil in the Garden of Eden was that in Romans 5, he did much more than what the devil tried to do in the garden. And so let's respond the same way. But at any rate, in verse 10, he says, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. We shall be sozo by his zoe. Zoe is, in the Greek, means life as God has it. It means life that the Father has in himself. It's the same word Jesus used in John 10.10. I have come to bring you life and life more abundant. There's much more again. God never does anything less or equal. He does much more. Even in John 10.10, Jesus said more abundant, which is super abundant quantity, if you look it up, and superior quality. So if we look at our lives and we say, well, I'm going to expect a super abundant quantity of life as God has it and a superior quality, and that's all I'm going to expect, then it's, that's not a roller coaster ride. That's living up here where we're seated in heavenly places. That's Zoe. If you look up Sozo, and this was really, Sozo has really been the amount of revelation that's in the word saved especially out in Christendom in the world, a lot of times the word saved has that Christian context of, I'm going to heaven. It is way more than that. Way more. It is a way of life. When you meditate on what actual sozo means, it affects every area of your life, spirit, soul, and body. It changes everything about your life. It changes how you look at life. It changes how you think about life. It changes how you respond about life. It, it changes how you respond to the enemy. It absolutely does because the reality of actual salvation, which is in conjunction with your identity, the actual reality of that, when you get the revelation of that, you are automatically far above, which is what it says in Ephesians 1. We are seated with him far above. So if we're living in this roller coaster ride of anything in life, that's not above. That's up and down, up and down, and it should not be. So when you look up Sozo, I use Blue Letter Bible, it says to deliver or protect, heal, preserve, save, do well, be whole, keep safe and sound. I am safe and sound. You need to tell yourself in every area of life, I'm safe and sound, like I'm safe and sound. God says I'm safe and sound. I don't care what anything looks like. I don't care what area of life it is. You have got to respond with, I'm safe and sound. Even when you say that out of your mouth, you can feel your body relax. To keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. So either God is good at that or not. Either that applies to every area of life or not. So if I'm saved from danger or destruction, that does not just mean hell. I, I don't just have a ticket to heaven. I am rescued already. And the key word is already. Already rescued from danger and destruction. That's any kind. I'm safe and sound. I'm rescued from danger. I'm rescued from destruction. <laughs> this is not to diminish the reality of the enemy and that he tries to steal, kill, and destroy. But the actual reality, when we get the revelation is, there is no danger. There is no danger. There is no destruction. When you get that revelation, you realize that he's been trying to lie. He is a liar. 
you say in the face of it, there is no danger and destruction, and you laugh at it. You laugh at it, and you say, ha, 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 ha. Laugh at it and say, I'm already rescued from danger and destruction. I'm already rescued from it. I'm already safe and sound. When that starts to rise up out of you, you will laugh. You will start out laughing maybe in the natural, but it will come out of your spirit. That is the reality of what he did for us and who you are, who we are. Rescued from danger or destruction, to save one from perishing, to rescue one from injury or peril. You think about these testimonies that we've heard where people felt in their spirit that morning like to particularly declare protection verses or the blood of Jesus over their life, and then they get in a car accident and the car flips a million times and they walk away unscathed. That is a level of life where we live all the time. They used their faith that morning by the unction of the Holy Spirit to do that, but there's no, there was no danger or destruction for them. They, flipped it, they could have flipped in a car you know, five times. There was no danger. There was no destruction. You can't have fear about what the checkbook looks like, what the doctor's report says. When you get this revelation, none of that will matter because there is no danger. There is no destruction for the body of Christ. It's who we are. It's what Jesus paid for. Jesus suffered and shed his blood and went to hell so that we would not be in danger or destruction. But you have to walk in the revelation of it. It says, to save one from injury or peril, to save from suffering from disease, make well, heal, restore to health. It's amazing how when you begin to get the revelation of Sozo, it'll apply to every area of your life, no matter if it's a little dot of something trying to make you be concerned or something big, whatever that is, whatever measurement that is, that's a man's measure to God. It's all, it doesn't matter. But I would encourage you to study what actual salvation means and get that revelation. And as pastor encourages us all the time, pray in the Holy Spirit over the word of God and over these scriptures, Romans 5 and 6, and then Ephesians Ephesians 1 and 2, and particularly the prayer that we know to pray, which has to do with what God did with Jesus, but then it's also us. That's where Romans 6 correlates with Ephesians 1 and 2, because Ephesians 1 and 2 shows how Jesus was raised from the dead and where he was seated far above. And then in Ephesians 1, it says that, and then in Ephesians 2, it says we are too. So we were resurrected with him, and it explains all that again in a different kind of way in Romans 6. That's my testimony. We already have life. We already have sozo. You have to immerse in the word of God. I will say the Lord showed this to me the other day. When Peter walked on the water, when that, that situation was happening, the boat was already having difficulty on the water. So there was already what I would assume, it says the wind was boisterous when he saw it later, but you could assume that the boat was already struggling because it says that, that there was already quite a bit of maybe some storm or some wind or some waves. Jesus did not calm that before he walked on it. He just walked on it. He was like, this isn't dangerous for me. There's no destruction here. I'm just going to walk on this. Peter came out and it said his eyes saw the wind boisterous. Well, Jesus is just walking on it. So let's continue to get a revelation by the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Spirit over the word about who we are in Christ so that we can live in that place where Jesus lived and where we really are right now and understand that there is no danger or destruction. 
yes, there is that scripture that says, I do not have a spirit of fear, and we don't, and we, we speak that. 2 Timothy 1.7, and I have a spirit of dunamis, power, another great study to do on the words power, because there's at least four Greek words on power. That particular one is dunamis. We have a spirit of dunamis, it's power, and a spirit of love and a spirit of a sound mind. We don't have a spirit of fear. But when you begin to get the revelation of sozo, fear doesn't even come. Like It's almost like fear can't come or doesn't come. Now you say alert every day to not allow it, even though I have received a lot of revelation about this and I'm getting more every day about sozo, I still also say what I have in Christ Jesus. I'm acknowledging it Philemon 1.6, that I do not have a spirit of fear. Like I stay proactive about it at the beginning of the day. I, I don't have fear. I have a spirit of dunamis in case the, the devil is listening. I have a spirit of love and a spirit of a sound mind. And actually in Luke 19.10, I believe it is when Jesus, or 10.19, when Jesus, before the body of Christ, when Jesus gave the disciples that authority to go out and he said, you can tread on all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I mean, that one scripture alone, before, before we were even the body of Christ, he says nothing's going to hurt them. But at any rate, that same word is dunamis, and he says you'll tread. He told the disciples they were going to tread on the dunamis of the enemy. You know, when we begin to get revelation, the more we get, at, and if we get, I mean, I would encourage you to get aggressive. Get aggressive about immersion in the word. Get aggressive. The Holy Ghost said it to us. Basically, the Lord is like, lean in with everything you've got to get these revelations. He said, this is pouring out from the throne room. Get aggressive. If it's important to you to live up here in a higher level of life, far above, then get aggressive about getting in the word and immersing in it and praying in the Holy Ghost and be determined to receive the revelation that it takes to get there. 